The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. And this portion of the Coaches Show is brought to you by Carpets by Osborne, who would love to help you complete any job, whether residential or commercial. Carpet, towel, hardwood, vinyl, rugs, and more. Locally owned online at carpetsbyosborne.com. John Ding is back with you, and we have uh, Coach Kevin Creasy all dressed up in blue. I love the color, it uh, especially the hat. The red and that blue just seem to go together. That's right. It does. It does. We need to get you. Need to get you a hat. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to do that. You give me a hat. I'll. I'll. I'll sure wear it. That thing. It's pretty. Uh, Coach, um, a lot of. Um, Last week uh, with the loss and uh, having to come back and go on the road again for like a four-hour drive, it's not that much uh, – Indiana wasn't that much further, was it? <laughs> no, the Indiana trip was actually a, uh, probably an easier drive, you know, yeah. right up 65. But, uh, you know, our guys need to get used to long road trips and playing in a hostile environment. And uh, that's why we schedule these games. And uh, the good thing about Haywood is they're going to – you know, return the favor next year, and they're going to take the long trip uh, to pay us back. The Indiana game was only a one-year deal, so uh, we're still looking for a tenth game next year. So that's how that happens. Uh, yeah, and you've you've had to battle that for about the last six, haven't you? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yep. Um, big big comeback win uh, last night in in terms of uh, reversing fortune here and. Uh, uh, make no mistake, mistake about it. Indiana was a really good ball club. I mean, I don't think people understand how good they were and, and that kind of thing. And you had some injuries. And from what I, I don't want to talk, I know you talked about it last week, but I'm still, I'm still on it. Uh, there's some calls and some things that uh, didn't quite go your way, and uh, you know that that's all part of it, I guess. Yeah, that happens on the road sometimes. But uh, you know, you look at Center Grove; they beat the uh, one of the best teams in Kentucky by 30 last night. So. Uh, they're definitely not just chopped liver. They're they're a legit football team, one of the top in the round. And, uh, you know, like I said, they, they beat Trinity out of Kentucky last night uh, pretty handily. Uh, talk about Haywood. You've played them before. This is a, a good little series, really, that you've kind of come across. And, uh, uh, like, they, they're going to be back uh, at your place next year. But let's talk about rebounding How, from from the loss in Indiana to, to this game tonight, uh, last night. You had to be pleased that they bounced back and and came back and 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 really early established things early in the game. Yeah, you know um, our guys handled the trip well and handled practice all week well. I thought they responded well in practice. Uh, you know had a had a huge uh, film session in which uh, you know normally <clears throat> offense doesn't watch much defense, defense doesn't watch much offense, but. Uh, you know, we, we put some notes on, on the film and shared it with everybody. That way everyone knew what was going on on both sides of the ball and uh, made each other a little more accountable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so the best thing about last night is is some of the guys that got called out on film, uh, you know, were the same ones making plays last night. So uh, obviously the ones that, that still can't do it, uh, we're going to replace. And the ones that, uh, you know, were disappointed in their play uh, at Center Grove. Uh, got got a whole lot better last night, and and good to hear. And I know Dwayne Morris led uh, seven carries, 143 yards. I know you're happy with that performance. Uh, two receptions as well. Uh, kind of a guy that once he catches the ball, he can do something with it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, 
you know, he's definitely special. Uh, does some things that, uh, you know, you really can't coach. You know, he does a lot of things on his own and uh, has a great vision, great moves, all that stuff. So uh, he had a, a great night with, I think, five touchdowns. And then, of course, the guys up front blocked for him. Uh, you know, the the the, ho the holes opened up by the offensive line last night were a whole lot bigger than they were the week before. 48-6 to six winners. <coughs> Excuse me. 48-6 to six winners last night. We're talking to Coach Kevin Creasy of the Oakland Patriots. Uh, Ashton Jones, 166 yards on the ground, and uh, I know uh, two touchdowns. Uh, boy, once you get going, it just seems like everybody kind of gets into it. And, 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 Coach, when you talk about – offensive line it that's where it starts i mean that offensive line they do the job uh you're going to find those holes yeah it starts up front definitely and uh, i think a lot of our guys uh you know took it to heart that uh a lot of it was their fault you know it felt like a lot of it was uh guys missing assignments or guys not staying with blocks not finishing blocks and uh, you know they had a tough week of practice and then of course they come back and bounce back and do really well against a very, a very talented defense uh, on the other side of the ball at Haywood last night. And Caleb Ellison, 12 tackles and a sack um, to kind of lead the defense, which I thought they rebounded very well too last night. Yeah, yeah. Defense, you know, uh, would have had a shutout, gave up a fourth down. You know, I think it was like a 70-yard touchdown on fourth down. Uh, you know, at that point, Haywood was kind of – uh, in desperation mode, they're down 21 points and going forward on their own 30. So, uh, give them credit for you know letting uh, letting a kid make a play. And you know, besides that, I thought our defense did really good. You know, to start the start the game, uh, they hit us on a long pass and uh, had a couple long kickoff returns. And and all all three of those times, our defense uh, did stop them on fourth down. You know, in our red zone. So it was pretty impressive. Uh, that our defense held their own. And, and like I said, still don't want to give up that one long, cheap one. Uh, definitely got some room for improvement. But, uh, you know, like I said, we've uh, played these kind of games just to kind of uh, get some of these guys uh, exposed. And, you know, they don't see this kind of uh, athlete uh, a lot of times in practice with the scout team. So, you know, the kid that catches the long pass on us, he's got a Mississippi State offer. The kid that returns the kickoff, you know, about 65 yards, he's got a TCU offer. So, you know, these guys are, are legitimate players, and, and uh, you know, it's good to see our guys go up against good competition. Well, you had a uh, injury last week, of course, to the other Creasy, and uh, looking for a replacement there, and uh, Patrick Freeman was 5'7 for 178 yards. Um, um, I, I don't know how you went into the game plan. Probably didn't ask him to do a whole lot, uh, you know, but uh, he was effective when he did have to. Yeah, you know, uh, real proud of Patrick and the way he performed. Um, you know, had some uh, good protection. You know, I think that's what it starts with in the pass game as well. You know, we talk about the offensive line and the run right. game, but uh, it's huge to, to keep uh, the quarterback's jersey clean. And, you know, I don't think he got knocked down one time last night. And then, of course, uh, he's got some wide-open guys that he's making throws to. But Patrick's always uh, been in the mix on offense. Uh, even before our injury to uh, our other quarterback, he got every other rep in practice. That's just how we do it, you know. And uh, that's that's what uh, benefits our guys the most is even when we bring freshmen up, they get in the mix and 
the quarterbacks are always going to rotate every play, and so he's used to running our offense. And you know, like I said, some people just uh, have to fold and throw their cards in whenever their first quarterback gets hurt. But that's you know, that's not something that happens around here very often. I look back and I was like, man, I've never had a quarterback get hurt. Uh, but in case they ever do, we always have the second guy get just as many reps as the first guy. So I think that's big, and and I think it uh, benefited Patrick. He was really comfortable with the with the plays last night. You know, we've talked about this. You and I have talked about it. I know several times about how you get kids into games, and I know a lot of times it's been running clock. But you really pride yourself, and and this is a case where that's paid off. Uh, and always maybe let let the quarterback run a snap or two, even uh, if in a close game. Um, and that's kind of been your mojo, really. Yeah, you know, uh, unfortunately, we've had a couple of JV games that uh, have been canceled. One got postponed. Uh, so, Patrick hadn't really got a lot of work since our scrimmages. Uh, our JV uh, schedule's definitely been altered. Uh, but, with that being said, he gets plenty of work in practice. And, uh, you know, he's done a really good job of – of going in there and, and earning our guys' respect and, and doing a good job of making plays on Friday. Is it fair to say that your offense is built where um, – I don't mean anybody can run it, but but it, it it's designed where it takes some pressure off. As long as you know where the ball is supposed to go and you manage the, manage the team, manage the offense, you don't have to be the hero every time. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I think it's one of those deals where – uh, the offense can manage, you know, with a big-time quarterback or a guy that is just a good high school football player. I think it's one of those deals where you don't have to depend on a transfer quarterback to come in every year or so. so uh, and you've had that in the years past. You've yeah. had, you know, those different types. I mean, you've, you've managed all of them. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. You know, you look around and, you know, some of these teams have really talented quarterbacks, and then you wonder if that guy goes down, what's the next guy look like? You know, are they just going to have to reinvent yourself? Or, you know, there's a big step off between talent between one and two. Uh, but with ours, you know, I think you can plug a guy in as long as he understands the whole playbook. And, you know, that's kind of what Patrick's done. Okay, let's talk about we're going to move into the next phase here. We're going to have Antioch, and then we're getting pretty close to region time. Uh, that game of preparation for them, I know Antioch struggled over the past uh, few years, but, uh, boy, you can't take anybody for granted, and uh, they're going to come to play. Yeah, you know, their win over Cane Ridge definitely got our attention. You know, uh, uh, we scrimmaged Cane Ridge every year and had a battle with them, you know, the last week of July. and uh, So we had a real close game you know, as far as a scrimmage with them. And then you look at Antioch, uh, who's supposed to be rebuilding and got a brand-new coach, and all of a sudden their rival game is with Cane Ridge, and they win it. So uh, that's definitely got our attention, you know. Uh, glad to be at home, but uh, we understand that, uh, you know, Antioch's going to come in and, and give us their best shot. I'm, I'm looking over all the games that have been played so far in our region, and uh, just your thoughts on it. I don't, I don't really – know any more than I did when the season started. I, I know I think Blackman's really improving and I'm I mean uh they they're 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 playing better and uh, you've got uh Siegel who's off to a great start and then you've got uh Rockville who's had a little trouble offensively at times but uh they're gonna be tough. I mean it it's 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 loaded and Riverdale you, you just go on and on. Yeah, I think uh you know there's more parity I guess uh, yeah. this year than 
than in years past. And, you know, I think that's what makes it for an exciting year, especially for the fans. You know, I think it's one of those deals where uh, it's going to be close games every single Friday. Well, um, I know you. I know you got got in late last night, and I'm going to offer this to you. We do a morning show every morning, six to eight. I want you one morning before you go into school. We can come in. We you just join us and be the third guy. How's yeah, that? Okay. That sounds good. I know. I know you've got experience in non-football radio. That's so, right. That's yeah. Right. So Truman Truman spoke highly of you. So I'm going to throw that offer out there to you, and and uh, we'll get together sometime and talk about some details on that. That's what we'll do. Sounds good to me. But you know what's going to happen if I do that? Then every coach is going to want to go. Come on. So you know. But anyway, <laughs> hey. um, coach, as always, it's a pleasure. I do appreciate you coming in this morning, and uh, good luck next week against Antioch. All right. Appreciate it. All right, that's Coach Kevin Creasy, the head coach of the Oakland Patriots. When we return, we're going to talk Stewart's Creek football, but 